Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Let's start the show. I thought he was going to go off of that. Ah! <laughs> that probably would work just as well. <laughs> so now that you have a glimpse into Ben and Tyler's life and yeah. the fact that I have a gynecology appointment, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. <laughs> it is 2021! 2021! <laughs> the year of new beginnings! And hopefully the endings of all the crappiness of 2020. I'm hoping 2020 just continues on into 2021. I mean, setting the bar low. It's, <laughs> that was that was dark for that me. That was a dark Tyler. That was dark. I was gonna come in with some positivity, some kind of likeness. being like, you know, I'm just I, trying to set the bar low. So it's, you know, what do they always say? Under promise and or what is it? Under under promise, over deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I got a story about that. About, but I I, I don't know if I can say it on here. Maybe if we do like an explicit live chat. To, if we make an OnlyFans, y'all can hear my Ooh. story, but it's actually quite stupid. So, <laughs> welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you check us out on all of the uh, like podcast and video platforms. Uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, check us out on iTunes, or <laughs> YouTube. This is a show. You can watch me hit Tyler in the shoulder. Well, Ben, you're really killing it for 2021. <laughs> 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 I know. Like I said, I set the bar low, so it's like you, you, bear, you, you're like you're you're running right at the bar. Um, I needed you to kind of go over. That's why I set it so low. Okay, you here just we go. Totally ruined it. <clears throat> I got redo. something. I'll get you over the bar. Third redo. <clears throat> here we go. The bar was set low, but I'm going over it, and here it is. It's the new f bomb bottle. There we go. We're skipping straight through the intro because it sucked. But check us out on YouTube and click the bell and subscribe. All that good stuff. Leave comments there because I respond to them. And you guys have all asked, shameless plug because it's our product, but you guys all asked to get the plastic bottles back with the little little uh, reservoir reservoir top with measuring the measuring cup. thing on there. 
We got them back. We listened. Same great formula. New bottle. I believe uh, the price... I don't know when the last time I made a, a spot for this was, but... What are they right now, Gretchen? You remember? Well, we had to raise the price for the, the for the metal bottles, uh-huh. so I don't know if the price stayed the same. I I don't. I honestly don't know. I did upgrade yeah. the pictures on them, and the price didn't change. So I'm thinking maybe the price is the same. You know, what? I have the technology of a freaking super. Well, if you're looking for it pocket. on the if you're looking for it on the website, the price hasn't changed because I did the update. God, I hate you, Tyler. I hate you so much. I don't think the price. Changed. I hate you. I think Anyhow. these are these are a premium bottle. It is. This plastic is actually stronger than aluminum, stronger than steel, stronger than um, the bar that Tyler set for 2021. <laughs> stronger than other plastic. <laughs> <laughs> this is a premier plastic. Uh, I can guarantee you it will be less than $20 a bottle. So U.S. has a U.S. patent <laughs> number on it. And uh, yeah, it's just great plastic bottle. Uh, it will leak. It'll be substantially less than $20 a bottle. Is there a seal on the top of this? There should be. There better be. There is. Yeah, look there at is. that. Look at that seal. I think that's I think that's titanium. I'm pretty sure. Is that titanium or is that It's actually unobtainium. Ooh. Yeah, see, so that yeah. you pretty much can't even open it. <laughs> unless you have a harder unless harder, you use your oh. pinky finger. Yeah. That's <laughs> hard too, man. <laughs> all right. So now that we got through all the fun stuff, also make sure and check us out on Instagram. I have seen a lot of the new followers come in. I greatly appreciate that. I post on there pretty much never, but when I do it's dank and it's hilarious. Um, and I will be posting more as I start working more on my blue truck. So that all being said, this episode, if you saw the title, I mean, if you just clicked on a blind to listen, hell yeah, appreciate that. But if you saw the title, yeah. this episode is the things that like the things that should go unsaid, like it, like you don't need to say them, but we're saying them. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't mean like we're bringing all the awkwardness and whatnot. There's guaranteed to be some awkwardness, but stuff that like you. No, you'd just be surprised of, you know, some of the things that may not be commonly known, you know, when you're buying parts for your truck, working Mm -hmm. on your truck or having somebody else work on your truck. Just things to keep in mind to make the process a little bit smoother. Um, And and the reason why we bring it, because I know we've had a couple episodes that are kind of like, where they seem like they're these like basic kind of common sense things. But here's here's the thing. We wouldn't be having an episode on it if these que- type of questions didn't come up all the time. Mm-hmm. So, or these type of issues too uh, come up all the time. And so this is kind of our chance to to uh, you know address this, mm-hmm. address these things with yeah. at least you listeners out there. Which thank you thank you for letting us grace your ears and speakers with our with our smooth soothing voices. <laughs> Want to hear the most annoying sound ever? (laughs) 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 Crutches over there, like. (sighs) That was a dumb and dumber (laughs) reference for you young bucks out there. (laughs) She she just downloaded Indeed to start looking at jobs. (laughs) He's like, I'm out of there. These guys suck. So I wrote down a list, and we're gonna go through them. And again, some of these may seem like such stupid common sense, but. They're enough to where they've come up, and it's actually caused friction between us and customers. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, again, not a gripe against our customers. We love you guys. We wouldn't be here without you. But there's sometimes, like, help me help you. Yeah. Sometimes mistakes happen. I'm not saying. And some of these, let's just get into it. I don't even yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where if you can't laugh at your Like, if you're, like, that guy we're talking about, which I doubt that that person probably listens to our podcast, but... Anyways, uh-huh. you never know, but it's not, it's, here's the thing. If you can't laugh at yourself, then you're, you're never going to learn. 
for one. And for two, you're just going to be a, you know, someone with a stick up their butt. And, you know, if you want to be that kind of guy, you know, you want to be like Ben, then <laughs> but you usually go dark. I do. Are you, is that your, your new year's resolution is to be more, be a, you know, be a shining light in a bright sky or in a dark sky. Uh, I didn't have that on the list, but if anything, I want to go darker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's keep okay. it real af. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this list. All right, so I titled this Things That Go Without Saying, which means you don't need to say them. We're saying them. All right. <laughs> One, inventory your parts before you begin working. That could almost be a whole episode yeah. right there. And, and what I mean by that, again, it seems like a very stupid thing to do. Or not to do, but like to actually make effort to do it. You're like, oh, yeah. I got the box. It's all there. There are companies that actually, you know, when you once you open the box, there's the instructions right there, and there's big red, a red piece of paper, like a checklist, basically. That literally says inventory your parts within the first thirty days of receiving it, and contact us if anything's missing. If you contact us after thirty days. Like we'll we'll still get you the parts that are missing, but at that point it's like we're it gets a little tougher and yeah it's I know some people out there might you know might say that well I shouldn't get it shouldn't be any tougher for you guys because you've you know you've uh, you know you know the customers bought a part and they expect to have everything in it kind of a thing but it just raises questions with manufacturers when we you call like six months later and say I'm missing this main integral part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they just start asking questions like why was why weren't we contacted sooner and that sort of thing. Um, you know, there's been plenty of times where me myself, or maybe I haven't installed something right away. You know, open up the box, check things out. You know, looked at the parts, that sort of thing, and then lose a part. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. And like, oh man, I lost this part because I was, you know, wanting to go through and touch everything. And it's almost like a double-edged sword because, like, for me. When I get something, if I know I'm not going to install it, you know, immediately, I will purposely not open it because I don't want to lose anything. Yeah. But at the same time, you probably should open it to make sure you have everything and then put everything back in the box and tape that shut because you yeah. will lose the small part. And just a little like, I guess, you know, back, I guess I call it backdoor information. Who <laughs> 2021 hey, hey, coming at you. Low bar. <laughs> Low bar. Uh, but like these manufacturers, so obviously we don't package these products. You know, when we get the products in our warehouse, it's already in a, you know, prepackaged box, blah, blah, blah. We don't open it because we don't want to send out packages that have broken seals on them and whatnot. But anyways, back at the manufacturer, when they assemble these, you got to think, this is like an assembly line. There's like, there might be three different people that are packaging this that are responsible mm-hmm. for, you know, three different components or, or, or whatever. You know, the, you know, a guy doing the hardware, a guy doing the main parts, you know, or whatever. So there are times where manufacturers might miss a hardware bag or, you know, something that is, you know, needed to complete the install. And the, the worst time to find out about that is when you're doing the install yeah. and you need your truck because that's how it always is, is I need my truck because I'm doing it this weekend and I need it for Monday. I need it. Uh, and then you do it over the weekend and then come to find out you're missing something that is, you know, you know really important in the kit. And then you call us on Monday all upset because it was missing a part. And, you know, and, uh, and you're losing thousands you're losing of dollars a day, thousands of dollars a day blah, blah, blah. All this, uh, I shouldn't say blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, this kind of stuff happens and I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, you know, those people that, cause there's some people that don't have a choice, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're in a position where maybe they have a turbo that's failing. They got the parts. Okay. I'm doing it this weekend. I have a big job next. 
you know, it just, you just got to get it done. Like, I get it. I get it. Uh, but a lot of this would be alleviated with just the, the, the simple fact of inventorying your parts, making sure everything's there, making sure everything's correct before you do the install. That is, it's, it's huge. It'll, it'll hit, save a lot of headache on the other end because nobody wants to deal with parts that are missing. Heck, mm -hmm. we don't want to deal with parts that are missing, even though, I mean, it's, it's something that is relatively simple for us to get figured out and get fixed for you. It's just something that adds time for your install, especially if you needed that truck. So let's, you know, again, I do this with everything, anything that I buy, mm -hmm. anything that I buy, I make sure that all everything is there. It well, could be something so min like stuff I buy at home. Deep, like I'll, yeah. like I was just doing the floors in our house and I, I ordered this stair cause we're doing wood floors in our upstairs and there's, I needed the front stair, stair nose, the stair nose. Mm -hmm. And I had to order it online cause they didn't have it in store. I, I order it, I go pick it up and it's, the way it's packaged, it was like, and the way it felt in the box was like, wow, this thing is like super heavy. Like, what, what did I buy? <laughs> as soon as I got home, like the literally, I, I wasn't even at that point where I needed that yet. I literally opened that box up. Come to find out, they like use like the heaviest cardboard on planet Earth, and my correct piece was in there. Mm -hmm. And I made sure the hardware was there and all that. I just opened it up, make sure it was all there, and I set it off to the side until I needed it. But I was super worried that when I first got that, I was like, there's no way this is like a wood <laughs> stair nose. <laughs> like this thing weighs like 10 pounds. Like what mm -hmm. is this thing that I just bought? <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Cause I would hate to find out that I got some like metal, like warehouse looking, I don't know who knows yeah, what it could have been. Like grip tape on yeah, it. Yeah. And then like my wife's mad. Cause now everything's finished except for this stair nose. <laughs> so yeah, just check. Okay. Moving on. And a lot of these issues can actually be saved by, or <laughs> by just doing this first step. But yeah. We'll get more into it. Uh, save your receipts. Yeah. I know it sounds like a very... Yeah. You want a little life hack? When your email, you can make a folder that says receipts. That's actually <laughs> down in uh, my next, next line. It says, put order confirmations or receipts <laughs> slash shipping emails in their own folder in your email. Yeah. Oh, and uh, this is, I don't know if you have this on there. I haven't even looked at your list. Check your emails, people. <laughs> Check your emails, especially if you're like me that I don't really answer my phone. I mean, it's you not. You don't. It's, it's not. I can confirm that. Okay, it's not <laughs> intentional. It kind of is, but it's not. Okay. It's so not it's, you. It's everyone. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just not talk to you. I just don't want to talk to anybody. Anyone. I hate you no. all equally. Yeah. yeah. So nobody can get mad at me, right? <laughs> no, but, um, you know, like, like me, I'm, I'm super terrible with my phone. I just have never, I never gotten to, we're going to go a little back. I'd never gotten into the phone thing and never gotten really into the social media thing hard. That's why I'm not like a, an avid poster on our Instagram and that sort of thing. But like, if I get a random phone call from somebody, I'm probably not going to answer it, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, but if I ordered something from somebody and they called me to try to tell me that, Hey, it's going to be delayed or something, you know, then I'd be, I'd be, I'd be pissed, you know, so just or, check your email or just at check least your email. that uh, yeah. your voicemail is not stacked or that yeah. it's a setup and that you check it. Cause if, if someone actually ends up leaving you a voicemail, you should probably check it. I know sometimes, excuse me, what the hell was that noise? That was a weird noise. That was a weird ass yeah. noise. <laughs> but I, I know that sometimes there there are like spam bots that can't leave you voicemails. Yeah, yeah I totally understand that. Okay, I get that. But if someone actually gives you a voicemail, it's like a minute and a half long. It's probably real human, and you should probably listen to it. Yeah, 
And you'll be able to know within the first like ten seconds if it's important or not. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, check, check the, your freaking voicemails. Yeah, check folks. your voicemails. Check your emails for order confirmations, order delays, especially this time of year with um, the Wu flu and all that. Like we've had issues uh, keeping. You know, everybody's had issues keeping stock. So mm-hmm. it's something that just pay attention to. Um, and you know what? I mean, if it's something that you you, you need right away, and it, just call us. Just, I mean, literally yeah. call it. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, blow smoke up your ass and tell you, oh yeah, it'll be there. Yeah. No problem. No problem. We're not going to do that. Cause For guess this, what? You're going to call back and you're, you're going to talk to us me. Back, and you're going to talk to the same person and you're and and it's, it's not going it, to, it's not going to go well for us if yeah. we did that. So that's why we don't do that. We're going to be straightforward with you, tell you what's up. We're literally going to relay information directly from manufacturers to you so you can you know, make an educated decision on if you want to keep that part or go to something different. Now I'm on a way – I feel like I'm way off on something mm-hmm. something else. Oh, go ahead. Get, get, um, get, get me back a, on track. This is another big one that uh, we get a lot of people talking about, and I don't know if it's – entirely true or not or at least they're they're like trying to use this as a and i'm not saying all people that have back order stuff are bad and they're trying to pull one over on us or something like that i i'm not saying that but it, it's it's a response that we get fairly often when yeah. we call people and let them know hey this is on back order or hey you know this this you know this was on back order this was the date it was supposed to ship now it's being pushed out again that's what we're calling you and we get the well i already have an appointment stuff for installation <laughs> i already put a down payment for my installation what am I supposed to do? I'm like, well, w- what we recommend doing, and we've even, I've even gotten people telling me that they're they have to book a uh, installation appointment with a non refundable deposit. Um, and this also goes to the fact of like checking your kit contents or your inventory when, when you first get it, uh, so that you know, let's say you do get it and then you go get it installed and your truck's on the rack torn apart, and that's when they find out you have like a missing U bolt or something like that. And either now it's on back order or it's gonna it's it's a Thursday afternoon before holiday weekend and you're not gonna see it till Tuesday and they're gonna charge you like two hundred bucks a day for like your truck being on the you know just stuff like that. So I I would recommend that you don't even in a perfect world and I know time is short you want you know you get excited you want to put the stuff on the truck especially you're booking it to get it installed because you're probably other stuff on there too. So I I get that part totally get it. But if you're trying to do it the safest way possible, I wouldn't even make an appointment if you have to do that. Until you've actually gone through and inventoried your stuff. Yeah. I'm not talking about getting tracking numbers. I'm not talking about it being delivered. I'm talking about once you actually inventory everything, that's when you make the appointment. Yeah. Because at that point, if you find out, oh, you know, I, I am missing a shock. or sometimes, Again, sometimes the, sh- the wrong shock gets sent. You know, we're yeah. human. Not, and not only are we not, I mean, sometimes we package these things up. Sometimes we have kits here that we send out. But, you know, other companies, they... they the part numbers a lot of times one digit off and look exactly the same. Like yeah. it, it happens. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot, but it happens. And you know, just checking that stuff out beforehand, because the last thing you want to do is gosh, what was the last one that I dealt with? That was a real thorn. It was a, it was like a six inch lift and the rear shocks were just totally boned. Yeah. Like it was, they were just totally the wrong freaking shocks. And the guy had to have his truck back on the road. And I don't know how – I mean, it's one thing, like, let's say if you're doing, like, a leveling kit and the front shocks are wrong, you can kind of get away with the front shocks for a little bit till yeah. the right ones come, right? But we're talking, like, rear shocks and a six-inch lift going from stock to, like, a now has, like, a four-inch block in the rear. The stock shocks can't even, like, really, like, extend far enough to keep yeah. them on there. Yeah. And typically on that particular truck, I believe it was, like, a 
want to say like a Colorado with a with a diesel in it. You're not going to find six inch lift shocks for that truck hanging around a parts store. No, ever. And, and I and the worst part was when we tried to get them sent out, they were like three weeks out. And it's like, dude, I. I don't have a cancer. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're screwed. I'm screwed. I don't, I don't want you to be screwed. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And some of these things are completely out of our control. I mean, we try our very best to make sure that it's, you know, that, that everything is, but it's tough. It's impossible mm-hmm. because we're, we're, we can't control another company on how they, you know, make a kit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's again, like you said, pe- there's people involved. People make mistakes that happens, that sort of thing. Unless you guys want the robots to take over the world. God dang robots. Yeah. There's robots. Robots. <laughs> so the, uh, moving on, um, man, I just realized that half of this list is all checking your kit contents, <laughs> but in different ways of saying it. Um, let's see. Next one. Make sure you have the appropriate tools prior to installation. Um, this is huge. And if you're not sure if you do have the appropriate tools or not, this is where, you know, shoot us a call, you know, cause yeah. if we've installed it, we can tell you straight up like, Hey, you know, I, do you have to have this particular type of socket or extension? No, you don't. But I'll tell you what, man, I tried using what I had cobbled together and then I ended up, you know, let's say like, like a transmission or something like that. I ended up going out and buy a 36 inch extension. And it made it like 10 times easier. Yeah. So it's a lot of times we will have insight on that. Um, or get on the old YouTubes, man. Oh Just Google installation on That's, what you're doing. You know what? When Back in the day when we were first started this podcast, we had a episode on tools. Yeah. And one of the things we brought up was Google or YouTube or the internet. <laughs> like that's, that's huge. Not only with tools, I'm going to add something else in here. Mm-hmm. The know-how. Okay. Yeah. There are things... Uh, on engines or on whatever, whether it be transmissions, drivetrain, there are are things that you may need to know when you're doing these installs. That if you don't know, you could you could ultimately you know damage something. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, six seven actuators on the turbos. I'm sure I'm sure there's people out there that will look at that and go, oh, there's four bolts that hold that on. I'll just pull that off and I'll plug in a new one and we'll be good to go. No. It doesn't yeah, work that there's way. There's two big no-nos in there. Yeah, so there's the mechanical know-how, and I'm not asking everybody to be master mechanics. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of things. I mean, here's the thing. Manufacturers that we, we sell, they do a fantastic job of including instructions to walk someone through an install that hasn't necessarily done something, like with a tuner, like with Edge. Mm-hmm. They're, pretty, they're pretty good. BD's always been really good with their, yeah. with their instructions. Uh, but... If at any point you are questioning your own ability to get this done, don't do it. Don't do it. Or do enough research to get yourself to the point where you are confident that you can make this installation happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the worst thing is have taken something to a mechanic to fix something that you've broke what's that called a, a basket case yeah. <laughs> the, yeah yeah where you i tried to install this now my truck won't start or something now the tech is not only trying to complete the install of the product that you bought correctly but he may be diagnosing something else that happened in the process of you installing the part in the first place yeah <laughs> so um, that ain't cheap again if there's any i mean there's been plenty of times where when i was you know talking on the phone a lot more where I'd be talking to a customer about an install and in my head, I'm thinking, man, you shouldn't be doing this. 
And it's not yeah. trying to be rude or anything like that. It's like I'm looking out for you and your truck. I don't want you to damage something to have and then have, you know, that problem, you know, blow up. Mm-hmm. So take a, take a step back. Really evaluate your mechanical know-how and say, you know, can I do this to where it'll be done, it'll be complete, and it'll be correct. If you can't, then there's 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 nothing wrong with either having someone that knows how to do it help you or just taking it to a shop and having it done correct the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So just just and for for videos and stuff like that, I'm also a, a visual guy. Yeah. You know, I, videos are huge. A lot of times, if it's if I can just at least see what I'm getting into. Yeah. You know, I, I can start mentally making a checklist of like, okay, I need to make sure that I have, you know, normally where I would, you know, just use a, a small floor jack or something like that to get this out of the way or something like that. You know, I'm, you know, I'm bust out of the big jack stands on this one. Like, yeah. I need to get really far under there or something yeah. like that. Um, shameless plug. They have nothing to do with us, but uh, it's one a auto. I think or something like that. They, they don't do aftermarket parts. So this is not even for like, oh, I need to put a lift on my truck. I should go do that. No. But if you're talking about like, I need to, you're doing stock replacement parts. Like we sell bulletproof diesel water pumps for six O's and stuff like that. And six yeah. sevens. You need to put something in there. They do great installation videos and they're just normal guys that make installation videos. Yeah. So uh, shameless what was plug. That, what was that Ford guy that passed away? That Diesel you, Tech Ron. Diesel Tech Anything Ron. diesel related for Ford stuff, Diesel Tech Ron. And I think it's, uh, there's another one, Ford... Ford Tech Mukalu or something like that. I guarantee you guys have seen his videos. He's got the same damn intro. It looks like he made it in 1998. And he he makes stuff, anything from like Ford Escapes all the way up to like diesels and and 7.3s and stuff like that. So there's lots of good resources out there. Just Google it and just watch some videos. You may just, you may find like, oh man, I was really psyching myself out over this. And you kind of look at it, you're like, wow, all I need, like really all I need (laughs) is I need a bigger drain pan. Yeah, and I need a you know the the really thin wrench to be able to get like my my fan off. Yeah, like that's that's all I need really. Yeah, or you might get into it and be like, oh boy. Yeah, uh, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> straight up. Sure. Um, so yeah, use the tools at hand. Um, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, don't do something that could jeopardize the rig's function or your truck's function when no one is open. Unless you have contingency plans. Yeah. <laughs> and what we mean by that is you're a contractor. You tow for a living or something like that. And you decide to, man, I don't know, do a, I'm trying to think of like what, what could really go sideways pretty easily, but is not like a hard install, you know, like a, um, like a free spin kit or something like that where you're putting yeah. it on and you could easily strip out a bolt or. Yeah warp something or you find when or ball joints you start taking stuff apart and you find out like your knuckles cracked or something like that or you find out you need knurled ball joints when you bought standard yeah and you've got a two thousand dollar job starting on monday that you gotta drive 500 miles to get to mm, maybe don't tear into it that weekend or know that if you are <coughs> contingency plans yeah, like, yeah. okay, if I, this truck does not get done, I have another truck that can get the job done. It may not get it done as efficiently and as, you know, nice as this truck, but mm-hmm. as long as you have a plan set, it just makes me so... That's why we talk about beater rigs all the time for people that, you know, are, are playing with their mm-hmm. trucks. Get yourself a beater rig. I can't tell you how many times we're, 
Yeah, babe, it'll take three hours. Three days later. <laughs> You're like, uh. Dude, and that's actually on the list. Did I say three hours? Yeah. I said three days. I thought I said three days. We're going to move <laughs> this one up to uh, the next item right. up here, though. But uh, do not, and I cannot stress this enough, do not by any means or any reason tell your wife <laughs> the estimated installation time. Okay? If you must give her a range, find out what it is, double it. Yeah. And maybe round At up. At least. And round At up. At least. Yeah. Um, and turn, turn the hours into days. <laughs> Again, well, you under promise, overachieve. You tell her it's going to take a week and you get it done in three hours, she's going to think you're a freaking Einstein. Okay, no, real talk, there are diminishing returns when it comes to that. Because if you tell her that a, a three-hour job is going to take you all weekend, like normally it's going to take you all weekend, she might even say... Should you be doing this? And you don't Possibly. want her. You don't want her to. Well, because well, the other answer to that is, well, not really, but I should be, or I, I could be. Like, well, are you sure you should then? And now she's. Are you questioning my <laughs> my mechanical <ability>? aptitude? <laughs> yeah. Like, did that's, I just get shit on by my wife? That's true. <laughs> like, that's true. You got to watch out. So for that. be careful. Be careful. But uh, real, like, legitimately, tell them. You know, hey. I'm I'm fairly certain this is probably going to take three or four hours. I I think that I usually try to use it as a day. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get cracking on this first thing in the morning, and I'll be honest, there's there's going to be a junction where it can go real sideways, or it's going to be fine. Yeah, I'll probably know around noon. Yeah, and that's how the weekend's going to go. Yeah, like when you round off that bolt, or you snap yeah. it off, or you can't get it off, or something like that, or you find out that you know your your brake job just turned into CV axles and shit like that. You know, it right. just it, it's it's bound to happen. Just always be aware of that. Or, I mean, it, if you're just going on the cheap, which I don't recommend, but I've totally been there, you're going to have to turn a blind eye to some stuff that you might see on there that needs replacing and just go, can't do it. Next time. Next time. Can't do <laughs> Next it. Next time. Which I, I goes against every fiber of my being. Yeah. But I've done it. I've been there. I hate I that think everybody's time. been there. I freaking hate myself. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. It's actually the last one on the list, but we can kind of spiral out of control on this one. Um, look up torque specs before you get into something. Yeah, or even like... And have a torque ha wrench. Yeah, have a torque wrench. That, that's a good start. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like Carly track bars. I doubt most people have the proper torque wrench to be able to torque that. No. And in <laughs> fact, when, when people ask like how much to torque it to, and it's like 225, we literally tell them <laughs> do as much as you can. If you like, don't have a torque do wrench, like literally like, like a make long your eyes bulge yeah. and make yourself shit your pants. Just, just to be, <laughs> put it, kind of put it out there. So I know that a lot of people out here, myself included, I have a half inch Harbor Freight torque bar or torque wrench, like the basic one. It was like the yeah. $30, you know, the, the same one everybody started with, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. That thing only goes up to, I th I think, 150, maybe, maybe at most. 175, yeah. At most. And it's not long. It's only this long. Trying to get 150 foot-pounds out of something this long, that's a lot. Like hanging from it. <laughs> yeah. So when we say 225, to get that in that, like, I will tell people straight up, and they think I'm kidding, I'm like, get a cheater bar and hang on it. Yeah. Like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. Like th this thing is, is tapered to fit in and it gets tighter <coughs> and it cinches down as you, you know, torque it harder, 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 harder. Like I guarantee you, unless you actually have a torque, you know, I, unless you have like a, a four foot cheater bar, you can get on there. Yeah. Like you are not going to mess this up. Yeah. Give it everything you got. Yeah. For real. 
for real. I'm serious. Like people like underestimate like how much stress track bars are under. Like Mm -hmm. people need to understand that's what's literally holding your axle underneath your truck centered. Do you know how much weight and how much force is on that bar every time you turn with speed? Mm -hmm. Like that's a lot. Yeah, it gets pushed and pulled. Pushed and pulled a lot. Yeah. So it's very, very important. Torque specs are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. They are there for a reason. And if you don't have a torque wrench, having a grasp of like if 20 pounds, if 60 you, pounds. Honestly, like even that. if you – that's that's tough for people. Unless mm-hmm. you're a seasoned mechanic that has done a lot of torquing different spec things, like that's hard for – you know – I. Because I've, I, always, I I've always joked, yeah. I, I've always jo- like, not really joked, but it's kind of like a serious thing. Like, when I'm, mm-hmm. if I don't have a torque wrench, like, I can kind of judge how, I don't know if I'm just making this, like, no, I, 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 I see can kind of judge this. how tight it was by by how much force it took me to take it off. Yes. Or something to compare it to. Yeah. And you, and people need to understand, too, different bolt sizes. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> I've seen people tighten quarter inch, tiny little, like, tiny little bolts with like a half inch yeah. freaking ratchet like necked down to like like stop you're just gonna shred <laughs> that bolt you're gonna snap that bolt head off and, and you're gonna think to yourself i didn't even apply that much torque but when you're using a bar this long <laughs> and a tiny little ratchet yeah. you go like this goes ting you're like i barely even touched i it. barely touched it yeah so it's like dude quarter inch bolts use a quarter inch ratchet <laughs> like, like it's actually not well quarter inch is thick bolt but yeah a small bolt use a small ratchet <laughs> so what i would kind of like if you're just really having a hard time grasping how much something is and you need something to go off of what i would do and this is kind of grasping out there because just to hear me out so generally lug nuts on a vehicle i would say on average if it's a truck it's probably going to be between 100 and 125 foot pounds yeah so i would you know, let's say you're using like a, a normal, you know, three eighths inch drive ratchet, and it's like nine, ten inches. So how inches. many rakakas? Well, no, just <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking like an air ratchet. I'm talking like a like a no, I know, yeah, like, yeah, like an actual normal <laughs> ratchet. Go over to your your lug nuts and try and break one of them loose with that ratchet. Yeah. See how hard it is for you to get you know that to move with your ratchet. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, I mean, I know obviously a hundred is a hard thing to compare to like 20 but just understand like man i am i am really wrenching on this with this ratchet and then you go over to a bolt on your intake manifold and you're like you start seeing your same like your grip get the same and like pulling on you're like whoa i did that and i couldn't even break a tire loose like i should probably back off on this yeah so just and And that's a tough one to even give advice on because that's there's everybody kind of feels things a little bit different um here's what you do Okay, here's what you do. Next time there's a garage sale in your area, find yourself one of those old craftsman torque wrenches that are like that has the needle and the gauge on the like by the handle. You could pick those up for like five, ten bucks. Yeah, at least that will even if it's completely off calibration, it'll it'll get you close. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think they get off that like they don't. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, last time I had a torque wrench rechecked was when I worked at Dishman Dodge to get yeah. it, to have it recalibrated. But that'll at least get you in the ballpark. And those are super cheap. And you could, I, I bet every single garage sale I've ever gone to, I've seen one of those torque wrenches mm-hmm. sitting there. <laughs> but that's what my, my dad still has one of those torque wrenches. Like yeah. that's, I mean, they're, they work. 
And again, it just gets you in a, it gets you closer than, okay, I think that's good. That's a tough one to even give advice on because, you know, we obviously don't want to tell people like, oh, kind of gauge it off of this and then, you know, pop something. (laughs) That's the worst. Oh no! Yeah, that that kind of that comes with uh, with age and wisdom and just kind of knowing what you're getting into, and you only make that mistake maybe once or twice when you start realizing like, and you start getting that feeling like when you when you start tightening something down, you're like, "Eh," and you're like, should I go a little more? I want to leave it too loose. I'm leave too tight, and you give that little, "Eh," and I swear you can feel like one of the threads like start to break, like, yeah. Not touching it. That's staying. <clears throat> yeah, it's in. Another another good one. Just on the, on talk about getting bolts loose. <laughs> um, if you're doing a like, especially suspension jobs or anything under the vehicle, um, that is susceptible susceptible to a bunch oh, of corrosion and that sort of thing. Yeah. For God's sakes, go get some penetrating oil and spray the truck with penetrating oil like the night before. Yeah. You will be so thankful you did that. And then also while assembling, throw a little anisees on there. Throw anisees on there. It's super cheap. And it just save it saves you if you ever have to take something back apart. Mm-hmm. Things rust. That's what happens. It's Earth. Such science. Is life. It's science. Science. <laughs> science. <laughs> so that is going to wrap this one up. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in, and listening. Uh, if you have any things that you know go that that you know don't need to be said, but said like the unsaid things, throw them in the comments. I want to hear them. I'm sure there's some other words of wisdom out there. Uh, if you've come up with any good ideas to measure torque without actually having a torque wrench, shit, put them on there. I want to see them. Like, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Like <laughs> it, it's. <laughs> I, I'd like to say we have a huge audience, but we don't. We, I, I mean, can just look at something and know how much it's torqued. <laughs> My elbow does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that all being said, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.